Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to a bonus discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who see things differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont. I've been seeing things differently in the wealth field for, well, just about 15 years now, and in our previous episode of Overcoming the Fear of Wealth, we were talking with Dr. Lindsay Elmore, who is a natural wellness educator and a successful entrepreneur. We had a discussion about business and losing money in business and how that can affect you personally as well as in your business and some tips about how to protect yourself and your business from losing money while working where they're competing against other companies who may have more money to throw around than yourself. Wealth Tactic Rebels, listen in and enjoy the conversation. Let's talk a little bit about business, right? Okay. We've talked a little bit about overcoming fear and why you should do that. And you mentioned uh, or losing money. You know, people in business, I, you know, you, you talked about this with me a little bit before. When you're a small business person in particular, there's a lot of other larger businesses out there throwing around a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Right? That can be difficult to manage when you're in, in the business world trying to f- figure out your way. And people will sometimes waste money, <laughs> which goes along perfect with our philosophy of avoiding losses, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that when you first start out in business, like you, it's really easy to get in, to get into cahoots with people that will tell you that they hung the moon and that they're going to transform your life, that you guys are going to make millions together, all of those things. But there are a lot of people that prey on the ideas because I hate to break it to you guys. There is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme unless you were born to rich parents. That is your get rich quick scheme as being born into it. But if you are genuinely saying like, I'm going to start a new enterprise, it's work. It's work and it's surrounding yourself with good people that you know that you can trust. And you may be working with companies. Like I tell you, I started a branch of my company exploring self-publishing this year. And I go to these book distributors and book printers and, and I'm like, look, guys, I'm a small client. What can you do for me? Work with me. Let's scale. Work with me now. I'll work with you for the next next years. But what I've found is there's a lot of companies out there that have a lot of time to waste and they have a lot of money to waste. They have a lot of money just to throw around at different problems. They hire consultants and people and this and that. You have to train your eye to realize when people are just feeding you lines, when people are just telling you that they're working And you also have to realize like this contract's out of my realm. For example, I have been talking for over a month with a wonderful company interested in using their product. And the initial offer that they put out to me was $57,000 the first year and $45,000 each subsequent year. And I was like, okay, thanks guys. Bye. You know, because it's just, you know, it's one of those things like as a businesswoman, do I sit back and go, can I afford this? Yes. Is it the best use of my revenue? 
no way. I'd rather hire an employee to be working for me full time versus buying a product. Well, let a month go by. Let the end of the month come up. You know, we all know those of you that live in areas where people drive a lot, you know, cops get excited about giving out tickets at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. Companies and salespeople get real excited about chatting at the end of the month. And so it's taken a month. It's taken patience. It's taken me having the gall to say, thank you. Great offer. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm going to go with this other option. I'm going to go and, you know, just kept working it. And we ended up coming to a point where it was like, okay, you just made me an offer that for a three-year package, you're charging me less than what you wanted for that first year. That just goes to show you the margins on these products. You know, you think about the margins and the markup. There's a reason that major department stores have 80% off racks. It's because they're still making money at 80% off. And so also look out in contracts for terms that are set up to screw you over. If you're working with a new company and you don't, you don't know how they're going to perform, no matter how good their pitch was, no matter how good their slide deck looks, no matter how much you like that sales rep, you have never worked with that software, that person. You've never seen their work product. So look for terms and contracts. Look for terms like once you decide that you want to walk, you still owe us money for the next three months. Like, come on, who writes that in? And look for things that are like, you have to get locked in for three years, five years, 10 years. Like those are contractual terms that could be really, really, really bad for you. If you're moving merchandise, Look for terms about, I've seen companies fail because they make a deal with, with a big name box store and the box store says, we'll take 250,000 units, but you didn't write into your contract how many of those that they can return to you. And all of a sudden you've got 240,000 units that big box store is saying, we're not paying you for anymore. You have to look out for those contractual terms. And if you're starting a small company, treat it like a company, treat it like a business, get an attorney, get an accountant. It's the best couple hundred dollars a month you will spend is having an accountant close your books for you. It's amazing. And that's that's a good point you make. I've I've heard other people make the suggestion before that you've got to have a, a team on your side. Accountants, good accountant, good attorney. It's worth it. They might cost you money, but they're worth so much more than that in the long run. They're protecting your whole business and people don't you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I am an intelligent person but I am a pharmacist. I know a lot of stuff about chemistry and drugs and pharmacy. I don't, I've had to learn it, but when I first got started, do you think I knew how to register a business in a new state, how to report employees state to state, how to run payroll? I didn't know any of that. Someone had to teach me. You know, I didn't know that I needed cybersecurity insurance and I didn't know that I needed terms and conditions and policies and procedures and all of this stuff all over my website telling people how they interact. But you learn step by step and you have people around you that you can ask these hard questions to. Right. 
Of course. Exactly. And I think another thing that we talked about that kind of goes back to if you don't make sure your business is taken care of, if you make bad financial choices with that, if you don't have people protecting you from maybe you get sued and it costs you tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business, when you lose that business or that business money, the finances for your business, it's much more powerful impact on you personally than what you could lose on your own. Absolutely. I mean, if I lose what's in my savings account, my personal savings account, you know, it's like, well, crap. Thank God I've still got this company that brings in revenue every single day for me. So I know I'm not losing my apartment. You know, you get sued, you end up in court, you drain the savings account of your business, which trust me, you think it's hard saving six months of personal expenses try to save six months worth of business expenses while simultaneously saving for a house, while simultaneously saving for all of the other things that you're trying to figure out because it all depends on how you're working it. But try saving that much money is all I'm saying. Right, right. And so if you drain a business savings account and then all of a sudden you're turning around and you go, oh crap, now I've got to drain my personal savings account. And if you're going through massive legal woes or whatever it is, trust me, your brain is not in doing whatever it is that your company actually needs you to do. You're stressed and worrying, how do I save my tail? Then you have to turn around and go, now I got to fire somebody. Now I got to let this contractor go. Now I've got to say, sorry, guys, I know that I used to provide benefits, but we can't afford it as a company. I'm I'm so sorry. We can't do cost of living adjustments this year. It just gets worse and worse. And so there are some people who are amazing entrepreneurs and that's all they've ever done. And they're built that way. I personally take great peace in knowing that, I'm still a licensed pharmacist. You know, I can always go to a hospital and say, hey, guys, I need a job. I'll see (laughs) you on rounds, you know. Right. And so having that, I think as an entrepreneur, you've got to think, what is the absolute worst case scenario? Right. My business goes to zero tomorrow. Mm -hmm. What happens? What happens? What happens? Yeah. And you have to be willing to take the, to have those hard conversations with yourself and, My accountant asked me a really hard question the other day, which was, what does your business look like if you don't work every single day? Right. And I thought, oh, my God, I don't know. (laughs) And that's where I am right now is like, okay, point taken. How do I build systems that don't require me working nonstop? Yep. Yep. Sustainability there. That's definitely important with a business. I agree. You know, it's interesting. We were talking about this. I see the connections with kind of our philosophy of, you know, I I mention this all the time, avoiding losses before you chase a rate of return. It's the same thing with the business. You got to think ahead of what might happen and how to make sure that either doesn't happen or you're protected if it does. That way you're okay. And then you can go about your business. Like for instance, you said that you, at least you're lucky you have a pharmacy degree. So you do have something. if, If my business goes under, I have a fallback, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have a fallback. I think everyone does. They just may not want to. I, th- I think everyone does. They just may not want to look it in right. the face. It's true. You know I mean, what I mean? I mean, there's always that job that they don't want. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, there's always that job. And 
you sometimes you got to put that ego in check. You know, there are times that I go, oh, this is so beneath me having to fill out yet another form for the state of New York or for the whatever it is. But if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. And the last thing that you want is the IRS knocking at your door saying you didn't handle this correctly. So, you know, I've gotten tax bills um, since I have employees in multiple states. I've gotten tax bills saying, hey, your estimate was wrong. You owe us like 17 cents. And I'm like, guys, can we just call it a wash at this point? But what do I do? Sit down and write that nice little check for 17 cents. <laughs> I, you got to do it. You, know? revenue. Yeah. you do. You and do so. It. You know, just reminding yourself that you always have the chance to reinvent yourself. You know, what's done is done, but you can always take a step in a different direction. And I think with so many people, the days where you feel like this is the worst day of my life, this is the worst day of my career, this is the worst day that I have ever had it can often turn into the best thing that's ever happened to you. Right. Because it forces you to. Okay, now what? What be do creative? I do? What do I do? Yep. exactly? What do I do? And different? hustle. What do I think differently? How do I and hustle? Yeah. So I agree with that. You know, I've mentioned already mentioned about doing a, a safe tank. You know, our yep. idea of a safe tank that's applicable not just to personal but to business too. You know, hundred um, percent. If you can have something that you can fall back on, if you can build that safe tank while mm-hmm. you're building your business personally and or for your business then you can have some sort of protection there. I don't know if this is a part of your philosophy of the safe tank, but you know, I also think that that goes into building your credit and your reputation as a payer. And so it's great to build your personal credit, but it's also great to build business credit. And so people have different philosophies about credit cards and about having debt and debt to income ratios and all of that, but there is an argument that some people make that having some debt and paying down that debt is very good for your overall credit and your overall interactions with the financial systems. Which is definitely important in business. Definitely important in business, especially if you are saying like, okay, I've been in business five years. I've now got this next great thing. I've found all these investors, but I still have to put in my own capital. Being able to go to the bank with that bank knowing that for, for the past five years that you started with a business line of credit of a thousand bucks or whatever it was, but you've consistently paid it back. You're consistently using it for specific targeted projects, which is what I use my personal business line of credit for is just specific targeted projects. And then you pay it back and then you do another project and you pay it back. And so that is a great reassurance to my bankers when I go to them at some point in the future and say, Hey guys, can I, I really need half a million dollars right now. I've recruited half a million dollars. I need you guys to come in for half a milli. And here's what I want to do. Here's the pitch. If they've got five years of credit history of my business, as well as my own personal credit score of approaching 800, they're going to be like, where do we sign? And that's where you want to be. You want people to have enough confidence in your mission, your vision, as well as your business savvy to put you in those rooms where you can make those deals that make your dreams come true, that get you that house in Hawaii, that get you that honeymoon you never had. All of those things can happen. 
Well, Dr. Rebels, I hope you enjoyed this bonus discussion about losing money in your business with Dr. Lindsay Elmore. I will be putting Lindsay's information on the show notes page for today's episode at WealthTacticRebels.com. Look for the Losing Money in Business episode. And Wealth Tactic Rebels, please, if you would, also while you're there, shoot on over to our Wealth Tactic Rebels Facebook page and drop us a line to let us know what you think about today's episode and specifically what ideas or actions uh, you took away from this that are going to be helpful to you today. And again, we send our thanks to Lindsay for sharing her knowledge today with our Wealth Tactic Rebels listeners. And of course, Wealth Tactic Rebels, thanks for joining us today and have a fantastic day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, we provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.